Today's podcast is brought to you by CrossNet, the world's first four-way volleyball net. Set up easily in sand, grass, indoors, or on the blacktop. The perfect game for outdoor enthusiasts as it is combined with volleyball and four-score rules in a game to 11 and win by two. On today's Court Vision, I welcome on Jordan Griffith. He is the assistant coach and board member of Sideland Cancer. Jordan, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing pretty well. This uh, pandemic's got me getting a little stir-crazy with it. but <laughs> It's beautiful where I'm at. I don't know what the weather's like where you're at, but it's uh, it's beautiful today, and it's hard to have to stay in, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It gets, it's tough. It gets tough when you have to stay in. Um, you know, enjoy it. Today I was able at least to get out and do a, a little bit, of, do some exercising and everything like yeah. that. But how was your, uh, how's everyone and your family holding up during this time? Yeah, uh, everybody's pretty good. So, you know, can't really complain. My brother's still working a lot and, you know, we're still doing a lot of stuff with the foundation just, you know, from home and my job is, is, is as a teacher. So everything I'm doing right now is online. So oh, you know, wow. we can't really complain as a family a whole, a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. I mean, and that's great that your job's online and being a teacher yeah, uh, yeah. I have a few buddies that are teachers that are doing doing their teaching online. But you had mentioned the foundation. I want to ask you, how did you come up with a name for this foundation? So I saw that as the first question. That's that's something that people used to ask us a lot. Like, wow, where did you come up with that name? Uh, yeah. you know, cancer and and the I can that's in it. Um, and that's I'm gonna kind of come gonna kind of come full circle on that here. So. We originally started as the Griffith Family Foundation. We still are the Griffith Family Foundation. Mm-hmm. That's like our overarching title. Uh, and then we wanted to be student-led. And so a lot of our base is through like the high schools in our local area. And even now uh, universities like St. Francis University of Pennsylvania, Penn State Altoona, Penn State Maine, like we're in, the, we're in those places. But we originally started as Tackle Cancer, and uh, we actually had, we held one event where we were Tackle Cancer. Then it was brought to our attention that you know we weren't able to use that anymore. I can't remember if that's like a trademark patent or whatever that is, but uh, regardless, like we weren't able to use Tackle Cancer anymore. Uh, and so one of the people that is like uh, I get uh, pancreatic cancer basically works. Uh oh. And so Jack Andreka. Uh, we, he was the Intel Science Award as a ninth grader. Uh, I believe it was like in 2010, 2011, like 60 Minutes did a big interview with him. And he's a, he's, he became our ambassador. And he was like, he told my mom, he goes, you know, tackle cancer, it's kind of limiting anyway, because it's, it's limited to sports. Like, let's try to find something that's better than that. And literally, I was just sitting there on the couch listening to my mom's conversation with him. I was like, hey, how about sideline cancer? You know, anybody can sideline cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be the orchestra, you could be uh, a cheerleader and whatever it is that you might be. And you can, everybody can sideline cancer. And then it was later that year, I started teaching for my first year. Uh, and one of my students who actually, she went on to play basketball at California university of Pennsylvania. She was like, Griff, did you ever notice this, uh, in the sideline cancer brand, the I can. And from there on out, it kind of just stuck. It, or it was just like, it stuck that it was, you know, the I can sideline, uh, cancer, uh, has become our brand. And, has lasted through you know almost a decade now that's amazing that's awesome too I, I actually never really caught that until you actually mentioned that I can uh part yeah. of it and I didn't really catch that that's really cool all, all the hashtags that like you know our foundation uses is always I can or believe always and that's kind of our two slogans that like you know anybody can do something when it comes to cancer whether it's a lemonade like we've had kids do lemonade stands in like second grade and they donate us ten dollars or you know we've had bigger events where 
you know, we had a girl in our area this year, like they did a sideline cancer game after watching us on TVT and they rose almost $2,000 to give the foundation. So every little bit counts. No event is bigger or smaller than any other event. And that's kind of our mantra. It's like, if you're willing to help out, you know, we're willing to help you. That's awesome. That's really great that you're able to do that. And like, what has it been like, you know, the start this foundation and to help like fund a cure for cancer? Uh, there's, there's parts that as you can probably imagine that are extremely rewarding. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is the fact that like, you know, my mom, she is, you know, our president, I guess you would consider me and her kind of the co-founders of sideline cancer and the Griffith family foundation, but, uh, that like, she does not take a paycheck. Uh, so a lot of the work that we do is rewarding. You know, I always say, you know, cancer took my dad's life. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to take its life. Uh, and so any little ways that I can in order to do that, I try to, like we hold a golf outing that raises money for pancreatic research. We hold a dinner that raises money for pancreatic research. But what we've really realized over the last, you know, probably two, three years now is the fact that we're less probably about raising money. And, uh, you know, some people out there probably, you know, m- maybe are like, well, what are you about then? Well, we're more about awareness, you know? Yeah. If you, if you see something pink in sports, immediately you think breast cancer. When people see purple, uh, eventually, hopefully in the future, like we're able to use TBT as that platform, that they go, oh, that's a foundation that's out there to support pancreatic cancer research. Like our, our end goal would be to try to make my dad's name as synonymous, or si- I guess you would say the sideline cancer brand more so, synonymous with pancreatic research, just like when you hear Susan G. Komen, mm-hmm. you think of breast cancer awareness. We think that we can bring that awareness piece where there's other foundations that can raise the millions of dollars. Uh, but we're hoping that eventually we can all merge together to come together to fight for one cause. Yeah, that'd be awesome if you all came together and you fought for one cause. Um, and this might, this is a question that, you know, maybe I'm not, I don't know about this, but like, how did you come up with the color purple? Is that just like, uh, like, is it like the color pink with the, the breast yeah, cancer? Yep. And so most cancers, they all have a color and it just so happens that pancreatic cancer, which is the cancer that my dad had and yep. died from, uh, <clears throat> is purple. And so it kind of goes hand in hand, like pancreatic purple. It's kind of like what we always say. It's like, oh, that's pancreatic purple. I guess, I don't know if that's like, and you say the same thing with breast cancer, it's breast cancer pink. And so, uh, that's just kind of the color that's associated with it. And the one thing that is like, you would say kind of cool about it is like there aren't like in TBT, like you don't see purple or in basketball, even that often, like the Phoenix suns, maybe but yeah. there's not a lot of purple teams out there. Uh, and so it's kind of unique when you see it out on the court, you're like, Oh, that's sideline cancer. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And like you'd mentioned, you don't see a lot of, uh, even in basketball or a lot of professional sports, the color no. purple is not, not yeah. a popular color for teams. No. So that's great. And I mean, that's a recognizable color and that, that's awesome. And like what made, what was the decision? Like, how did you guys decide to get into the TBT basketball tournament? Okay. So originally I wasn't even really a part of, but anyway, Billy Clapper, our general manager, and he's a Holidaysburg alum along with myself and my mom, like we're all from the same area, uh, came to us and was like, we want to start this team. Uh, we want to call it, we want, we want to play in the basketball tournament. We want to have you guys be the recipient in the first year was of all the money. And we were like, well, you know, there's nothing really, you know, that we can lose here. You're like, sure, Billy, like, go ahead and go do it. Uh, Meanwhile, we were kind of focusing on the, at the time, like building our brand, raising money, raising awareness, all this type of thing. So at the time I probably didn't have enough time in order to get involved. Uh, 
he his first player that he recruited was actually a guy that I played with in high school, John Boyer, who played at the University of Buffalo. And it was kind of their, their idea uh, was to – yeah, and so – Charlie Parker, our head coach, got got a call the first year, and he was probably the best player that we had on the team that first year. And he tells the story of Billy Clapper calling him, and Billy's like, hey, Charlie Parker, it's Billy Clapper. Hey, do you want to play in this thing called the basketball tournament for a half a million dollars? And Charlie Parker, like, stands up. He's like, let's go, baby. And <laughs> Billy then tells him, he's like, yeah, isn't it great? Like, and guess what? We're going to donate it all to a foundation called Sideline Cancer. And Charlie Parker goes, at that moment, I sat back down and was like, you know what? I want to do something that's bigger than myself. I'm going to do it. And ever since then, you know, Charlie's been kind of a part of the whole process. He was our best player for probably two or three uh, years, then he became our head coach. And so it's kind of just a cool way of kind of like how we got our start in the TBT. That's, that's awesome. And like, you know, what's it like put like, you know, getting a team together for this and uh, uh, you know, setting this up. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. Uh, it's definitely not an easy process uh, we thought this year would be easier for us because we were bringing back the nucleus of our basketball team. Uh, the one thing that we've learned over the years, because we don't have a university to pull from, we don't have, you know, we can't say, you know, we're best Virginia where we can just pull from the West Virginia alumni base. Like we got to find guys that a, you know, are very good basketball players, but we found probably the second most important thing to that uh, is connections mm -hmm. and yet like have these guys played together in college before or have they played professionally with or against each other but we try to make those accommodations because we believe that they're in our our, our brands kind of way we believe we're better together than we are you know when separated and we don't really know one another and uh that's kind of been our mantra if you look at the guys we have on our tbt team this year like mo and remy played in college together at indiana before they both transferred um, they played against Upson overseas and Ray Cows. They played against, or they played on the same team, I believe, with Ray Cows overseas. And so we just have a lot of different connections uh, that allow these guys to be familiar with one another. That's awesome, and that's great that you guys can all you can like pull like you know like you said with the connections and having guys play together. And like you know, what's it like when you tell these guys like, hey, we're playing for this cause? Like, how do they get like really like excited about it? Yeah, it just, you know, it, it just all depends sometimes on the guy because when you're starting to deal with, you know, this caliber of athlete, there's other factors that come into play. Like some guys, you know, might not want to play because they're afraid of injury or they already have a contract that starts, you know, early and therefore they can't play in TBT. A lot of times the response that we get is, you know, very, is very high. Uh, we don't, I, I wouldn't say that we don't get turned down. We have before in the past. Uh, but in particular, like the last couple of years, for the most part, when we reach out to people, uh, especially this year, like they remembered watching us play on ESPN last year. Uh, and we're, and we're like, yeah, we, we might be interested in playing in the TBT or even just on Instagram, like guys are reaching out to us and like Billy, Billy will call me. He'll be like, he'll be like Griff, this guy reached out to us. And he's like, if this was the first two or three years, he'd have been a no brainer. He'd have been the best player on our team. But he's like, that's how much better we got. Like Charlie Parker at one time was our best player. And, you know, some, and Billy goes, Charlie would, he would, he might struggle to play on this team now. Like that's how good this group of uh, guys that we have is. And they, that's how much we believe in this basketball team that, you know, they can eventually bring home the whole, you know, $2 million. Wow. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's like crazy how quick, you know, it's grown over the past like four or five years for you guys with the yeah. teams that you're getting. And like, now you're getting like players that are really like, 
getting really good. And then like you're on the publicity, obviously. And I think the TBT itself has just gotten bigger overall. Oh yeah. TBT has grown significantly, significantly. Like last year when we played in front of that crowd out of Wichita, like the first couple of years I, I coached in TBT, like our crowd size, cause sideline cancer doesn't bring a whole lot of fans to the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the, I always say most of our fans are in hospital beds across the country, unfortunately, but yeah. Uh, like when we went to Wichita last year and playing in front of 8,500 people or 7,500 people beating Kansas and beating Wichita state was just unbelievable to see it, how far TBT had come and that people out of Wichita genuinely enjoyed uh, the basketball tournament. And that was something cool to watch. Like they hit and they, they struck a nerve out there in Wichita and uh, yeah, people definitely loved it. Yeah, man, it's awesome. It's cool to watch over the over the summer. I do, I, and I do remember watching you guys play because it, it it gives you something to watch too. Like during the summer, there's not a lot going on, and it, like a lot of all eyes kind of shift gears towards you know the TBT. Just imagine it this year. Like there's nothing on right now. Like if if the NBA doesn't come back and like Major League Baseball doesn't come back, because it's gonna be harder for them. Like TBT's running into the issues right now of like if we do this thing, it's probably gonna have to be under a quarantine. Like, imagine that the NBA is going to have to do that for two, three months, like, which is difficult. And that's like, we're having to go through right now and like tell our guys, like, this is what's going to happen. If we're the only thing on TV, like there's going to be tons of people tuning in to watch that. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy because that's like going to be like one of the bigger sporting events to happen. And it's like the NCAA, it's almost like the NCAA format, which is awesome. Like we never got that. We didn't get that this year either too. (laughs) We didn't get it this year. And so that's something that, you know, it, it's interesting to think about uh, as we move forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like, do you know which region you guys are going to be playing in this year? There's not going to be regions anymore. So TBT held a conference call two days ago. So you're getting like hot off the press information right now. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's going to be there's going to be just one location because in the last couple of years, like having eight locations, no big deal, right? Now that you know, there's a bunch of lockdowns and whatnot. TBT's looking for a location in order uh, to play. And that location has not been disclosed yet. So we don't know where it's at. But what we do know is the fact that it'll be just in one uh, location. Wow, that's crazy. So, like, if you guys go and play with everything that's going on, um, are you, like, is it just going to be no crowds and you guys are going to be kind of isolated in the hotels? Yeah. That he. Have you ever seen the show Big Brother before? I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he kind of compared it to. He's like, it'll be very similar to that, like where you'll either be in your room or you'll be on the court, and there won't be anything in the middle. If you leave the ground, you're gone, and you're not welcome back. Uh, and so that's just welcome to 2020 right now. It's just the precautions that you got to take. Like they're going to make sure they test everybody uh, multiple times and try to make the tournament as safe as possible. That's great. I mean, that's great. I love it. I think it's a great idea and it helps get it out there. And I hope, you know, that's, that gives us something to watch too in the summer. Not to be selfish or anything like that, but yeah. He seems, he seems extremely optimistic that it's going to happen. That's good. And it takes place in August, right? Yeah. So it'll either be, it'll either be end of July. Like the date's kind of still up for grabs because he's, if it's all in one location, Oh, that's, I mean, that's, that'll be great uh, for us, like, you know, for the sports fans. And I'm sure they're going to get a ton of viewers and that might help grow the, the brand uh, even more. Yeah, even more. Yeah, um, yeah completely agree. Um, but, you know, what's a, what's it like to get your message out, out there on such a big platform? 
Yeah, that's that's the big thing for us is like, you know, last year with the three games on ESPN that we had and, you know, the amount of excitement that there was out in Wichita, uh, we felt as if, you know, for the foundation, that's all that we ever really wanted uh, was to get the pancreatic cancer message out there. And we looked at the time that we had on ESPN as like six hours of relatively unpaid uh, advertisement for the pancreatic for like, you know, our job we feel as our foundation is not to necessarily raise a ton of money, but it's to bring people together and to get the right people talking to one another because there's over 74 different foundations for pancreatic cancer. And we just feel as if a lot of them go in different directions and out what we want to become is like that unifying brand that we say like, Hey, here's the brand name. Let's see if we can create a coalition that's only in one direction behind one brand name. Do whatever you want with it. But that's kind of what we use the TBT platform for is we can say like, look, we were on ESPN. Like, uh, you know, look at the amount of popularity that we have here in central Pennsylvania and let's try to do something big uh, for the pancreatic cancer uh, community. And so hopefully one day we can see a world without pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Not. And I think that's great. And like, like you said, you mentioned it's a it's free advertise like free advertisement for you guys and it gets the word out there. Yeah, we got our we got our results back from like ESPN and uh, from the basketball tournament and like almost uh, three quarters of a million people tuned in to watch. And wow. so yeah, that's that's a huge number for our foundation. Even like my mom had a couple of posts that were on the the TBT's Instagram and you know she got thirty five thousand views on the one. Like we said, like my mom went mini viral after we beat Wichita State. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's aw- that's so cool. I love it. Um, you know, where can like, I, I want to rep some like sideline cancer gear. Where can I get some sideline cancer gear? Uh, so I believe you can go on our website. If you go on our website, uh, you can either type into Google sideline cancer, uh, in my, it, it will pop up. Uh, yeah. I don't but it's the Griffith family foundation.org. And, uh, you can go on the website and you don't hate me if I'm wrong on this because I've never, I've never had to experience ordering a t-shirt online but I believe that you can order the t-shirts online okay. uh, through our, through our website, but I'm not a hundred percent on that anymore. <laughs> I one time that was possible, but I don't know if that's a direction that we just like, because the majority of the t-shirts that we sell are within probably a, a 70 mile radius. And when we're selling t-shirts, it's usually in bulk, you know, we're selling them like at the, at the school that I teach and I went to high school at, like we'll sell close to, you know, 1500 t-shirts there. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. So we're in, you know, in a given year, we're probably selling over 2000, you know, 2500 t-shirts. So it's, it's a lot of t-shirts that get uh, distributed. So I believe that the online form is still there. If you want to purchase one, I believe it'll get boxed up and sent to you then too. Awesome. But, yep. Um, and then my last question for you um, before we wrap this up is for the listeners, if they want to donate to your foundation, where can I go to donate? They, that- they can, yep. They can go to the website as well. And there's a place that they can donate on there. And uh, yeah, it, it, I believe it's on like, it's on, I believe it's like close to the same part of the website where you would purchase the t-shirt at. Okay, great. Perfect. Yeah. So I, I'll definitely share, I'm going to definitely share the website uh, and everything on, um, you know, hopefully some listeners out there where they're listening uh, can definitely promote. I love what you guys do. Um, it definitely is near and dear to my heart as well, too. 
Um, and it means a lot. And I, I, I'm excited to see you guys play this year and win it all. Thank you. Yeah, we, we think we have a team that has the possibility uh, to win it all this year. And that's, you know, we got to finish off the final pieces, putting the you know, right pieces uh, in play. But we believe that we have a team that can win it all this year. That's, that's good news. That's what I like to hear. So I'll, I'll be locked in watching you guys this year. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, best of luck to uh, you and the team. All right. Thanks a lot there. I appreciate it. And you did a great job today on the podcast. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot, Jordan. I appreciate that. Um, all right, Jordan, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you.